Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to Pixel Street Podcast, episode 121. If you didn't know, this is the podcast where a bunch of fucking nerds get together and talk about video juegos. Um, as always, I'm Joel Campos, and this week I'm joined by the man with probably not even near the largest Nightmare Before Christmas collection, John Hansen. No. But it's it's probably still up there, right? I'm I'm very disappointing in that way. I need more. <laughs> Did you ever get those new statues that you uh, pre-ordered? New statues. From, or I don't know what it was. You pre-ordered something from GameStop, right? Oh. And you couldn't get okay. it because you were quarantining. Well, okay. So I pre-ordered a Jack and Sally statue of them standing on Spiral Hill. Um last july or june when i worked at gamestop and it just arrived last month (laughs) so it took well over a year to actually come in um i haven't picked it up yet uh because i'm having car issues now but i'm out of quarantine but yeah i'm having car issues now so i have to wait to get it even longer but uh, once i get it i'll show it off It, it looks pretty sick i love it Cool. Uh, also joining this week is Connor, not a GameStop employee cop. That's me. I quit. I'm done. I'm out. I, I sold off all my stocks and I just, you know, decided Wait, it was did time, you really? time to leave. No, I didn't have any stocks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> GameStop doesn't offer stocks. Yeah, buy yeah. high, sell low, right? Oh, man. Don't buy it all. That's from an insider. That's uh, it's bleak. Doesn't look good. Um, so yeah, Connor's just been living the, uh, unemployed life. I have. It's kind of the craziest shit I've ever done. Uh, because for the past five years, I, that's all I've done was, was like pure GameStop and it, it kind of encompassed my entire life and, and drove my day to day. And for me to not have any of that now, it's weird, man. There are times where I like. I'm like really sleepy and I'll panic check my alarms to make sure my alarms are set. So I get up for work. But then I remember I don't have to work. I can just sleep to whenever I want, which John does anyway. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. W- what time did you wake up today, John? Hold on. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> Me and Connor were talking because I sent a message to the Facebook group this morning saying, hey, what time can you guys record today? And then Connor responded within minutes, and I was like, all right, well, basically, it's going to be up to whenever John wakes up and responds. Yep. Because uh, John could wake up anywhere from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. On I respect it, man. I, I respect mean, it. It's the I'm light. A loose cannon when it comes to my <laughs> sleep schedule. Today, I woke up at 2.15 p.m. Oh, uh, my God. Not nearly as bad oh. as the other night, as the other day, I should say, though, when I woke up at 5 p.m. That it, but was... Is that the day that you like you posted to YouTube at three a.m.? Um, you I th- was it? It no, might no, have been. No, no, you, you posted an article at three a.m. about zombies that mm-hmm. me and Kenny helped you do. And th- yeah, that, 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 that was yeah, the night. and I just I, couldn't I up, sleep. I was up playing. We were playing Nuketown until like two in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I I have a messed up sleep schedule, and it's only going to get worse, I feel. When's the last the time you I'm saw doing. the sun? It, it, it is crazy when you consider that one day that I woke up at 5 p.m., the sun was already pretty much already set. So I did mm-hmm. go, yeah. like, it felt like 48 hours without seeing the sun. That was oh a really God. crazy experience. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but nonetheless, we are here to talk about video games. But first, let's get into some house cleaning, uh, housekeeping, Keeping. house cleaning, whatever the <laughs> fuck you want to call it. Um, yeah, if you're watching the video, you can see our YouTube channel here. Go follow us on YouTube. Search for Pixel Street Videos there. We have a sweet, sweet 23 subscribers. John just posted this Black Ops Zombies uh, Let's Play. He talks a lot about the zombies mode because he's been covering it a lot. Uh, in his writing so definitely go watch that if you're interested at all uh if you're on the fence about getting the game uh definitely go watch little that known fact because... john is a zombies master he's some he's some would say he is a zombie based on his sleeping <laughs> habits jam. let's, let's yeah. just be real here <laughs> uh, but yeah definitely go feel free to check it out that's where you can see our podcast every week some unboxing videos we did on the new consoles and this fucking dope halo infinite statue unboxing i did mm-hmm. that's at 311 views too bad uh, i think none of those people subscribed but it is what uh, it is uh also shout out to respawning fire because i guested on their episode last week or was it this week it was this week was this uh week. doing a spoiler chat for miles morales well spider-man miles morales on ps5 it was a good yeah, time yeah go check that out they're good guys over there as well uh, but yeah, our podcast goes live every Friday, usually at 8 a.m. This week we're a little late, but it's because we're all off work and playing video games. And Thanksgiving. Uh, and Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah, the holiday. Small part of it, really. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Also coming this weekend to our YouTube channel will be a full video unedited of Connor running me through the new Destiny 2 raid, which was, it was a pretty good time. fucking wild because it's the first time I think I've played a raid in that game with competent people, so... <laughs> it was a good time for sure. Definitely check that out later this weekend. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Oh, join our Discord. It's in our uh, pinned tweet on uh, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's where tweets go. And check out uh, our one fleet that we sent out last oh, week. That no, you ke- that you, you uh, can't. You can't see it anymore. called fleet because it's a tweet, know. but it's a. They had to have something that like sounded that is- like tweet. But, but wasn't it FL? Does is, is that supposed to mean anything? It's Fruity like, Loops. Fruity Loops. It's a music production joke. Sorry, Fruity wrong crowd. <laughs> I know Fruit Loops. Toucan Sam. Toucan yes. Sam's running Twitter. Oh my God, that's that's who it is. He bought it. The rapper Toucan Sam. <laughs> I well, I mean, t- t- okay. to be fair, they had they had to name it something that's not stories, which is what Facebook and Instagram have. Yeah, yeah. And I think even Snapchat is called Stories, so they wanted to be different. I just um, fleets though, like that's a weird name. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. John, what have you been what? playing? <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's uh, get into it. Uh, I'll start off with uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Um, it's a really so. Hyrule Warriors, I never gave a try. Uh, it was on Wii U, 3DS, and the Switch. I never gave it a try at any of those places because I just don't care about Dynasty Warriors. As much as I as I love Zelda, that gameplay just doesn't appeal to me. It it seemed kind of boring and just uh, it. I just looked away from it. Uh, but when I saw that Age of Calamity is a prequel story to Breath of the Wild, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting in on that. And, yeah, I gotta say, I really enjoy it. Uh, It's everything I wanted this game to be. uh, Just showing the, like, 
the character relationships between everyone before the calamity hits and it's really heartbreaking at times uh it's some really great stuff if you are a fan of breath of the wild you definitely need to check it out uh i i'm not really that far into it at all uh but i from what i've played of it so far it's really good and it's it, part of it does kind of feel like breath of the wild combat which is pretty good i, I like that they uh were able to really uh combine the two different combat styles so on the one hand you're still using like the same controls for the most part for breath of the wild but you're also super overpowered like you would be in hyrule warriors so it's a good little uh combination thing it's it's a fun time is this a prequel is that yeah. what it is okay. yeah it takes place 100 years before breath of the wild so it's right before link kind of dies and all the um the guardians die and zelda's traps away the calamity for a hundred years cool yeah i mean i used to play hyrule warriors when i was a kid at my buddy's house but i remember trying to play one like five to eight dynasty years. warriors I don't, dynasty yeah, i think warriors, dynasty so i was like i don't yeah. think yeah. so <laughs> but, but anyway yeah and i just i can't get back into these kind of games i don't know what it is i'm just not a fan yeah, the last Dynasty Warriors game that I played would have been, gosh, like number three, Dynasty Warriors three, whatever console that was on, like uh, PS two era. That's when I would yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing is, I feel like I, I haven't played obviously anything recently, but I feel like the franchise never really grew up in a sense uh, from being the same the, forever. <laughs> yeah, weird action hack and slash, which which is fine. Uh, I've I've played games similar in that genre that I think absolutely kill it and and are fantastic shout out 99 nights um but uh yeah dynasty warriors just never really hooked me one of my biggest issues with it was always that the story was experienced very passively so you would be playing through a mission and then you just hear a bunch of dialogue and that was meant to be the part that advanced any kind of story or anything does does this kind of have the similar issues that those older games does or does it do handle the story with much more care it, the story is great it's got uh, a lot of cutscenes and everything there are those things while you're fighting through people will talk mm. and and everything but it's it's nothing real important it's just them saying hey we need to get to this spot on the map or something like that um now the cutscenes and voice acting are back and it's brilliant it's hmm. same this... voice actors and everything is this the same map from Breath of the Wild, or is it, so, is it like slightly different to fit the? Dynasty I was thinking Warriors about this yesterday player? because while I was playing it, uh, so between every mission, you go to the top of a tower and you're looking at the overall map, and it's the same exact map there as in Breath of the Wild, and you choose where you want to fight, you choose what mission you want to go to, and it'll take you to that map, and. I did Zora's Domain yesterday, and it felt very similar. I would imagine that there are some differences there, but I couldn't really tell. Um, it, it, it just it feels right. I'll just say that. Uh, they, they probably did make some alterations and everything to make it fit, uh, but I, I nothing so outlandish that I noticed. Cool. I don't think I'll ever play this game personally, but I mean, I think it's cool that they kind of took 
you know, Breath of the Wild. It's like the same exact art style. I'm watching a video of it now. Mm-hmm. And, and that's pretty cool that they did that. I'd heard a lot of great things about Hyrule Warriors, but never got a chance to jump around to it myself. Um, I did hear that the combo system was very fleshed out in the first one and that the combat stayed relatively interesting. Do you find that to be pretty similar for this title? Or is it kind yeah. of that same generic hack and slash with not much depth? It, I think it's mostly hack and slash, but I, I think it really does depend on what characters you're playing as. Sure. Uh, you can have you have multiple characters in each mission, and you can switch between them on the fly, and you can also command them to go to certain areas of the map, and while you go to another, um, yeah, they all have their own moves and everything, but it comes down to the same thing: your quick attacks are Y, your heavy attacks are X, and you just keep pressing Y until you press X to finish a move. Uh, you press R to pull up the runes. So the bomb, magnesis, stasis, and <laughs> the uh, cryo one. So all of those are there for every character, at least as I've seen so far. But it's all like different variations of them. So like Link, when you do the bomb, he like pulls out like five and just keeps chucking them ahead. Uh, with Zelda, she pulls out the... Uh, the tablet and she makes this giant walking bomb that when you press attack it just fires off bombs around it so they're all different and everything so for that part i like it but it if you're looking for like a deep combo system i don't think there is any have you played any co-op with this game at all because it is two-player co-op isn't it i don't know i've only played it solo and that's really all i plan on doing with it there might be some kind of co-op in there but knowing Nintendo, I bet it's bad. Yeah, yeah, their online servers are always a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So this is unrelated to the first Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors game that came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, that game was just like a a spinoff kind of thing. Like, they had Linkle in there, which is just a girl version of Link. More of a crossover um, than anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, it had a whole bunch of characters from the different Zelda games. So... Yeah, at some point I might give it a try. But yeah, I definitely, I specifically jumped into this for the story connecting to Breath of the Wild, hoping that it will kind of hold me off until Breath of the Wild 2 hopefully comes out next year. Please. Fingers crossed, baby. Fingers crossed. Uh, I hope so. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but it's great. Uh, It's doing everything I want it to, at least. That's cool. That's cool. Um... I'll go next, I guess, because uh, both of my games, I think, are games that are on both of your lists. Uh, but the first one I'll talk about is Call of Duty Cold War. I've actually been playing a lot of this these past few days, especially because Nuketown really? came back. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, and I just love Nuketown, and it's double XP weekend, so I figured I might as well grind it out while I can. Absolutely. Um, we played a little so, bit. Yeah. I mean, a little. we played for like three hours. <laughs> The other night. No, it's only like an hour. No way. That, that's mm-hmm. not possible. When when I look at my uh, when I so before we did that, I hadn't even touched multiplayer. I have over like a day's worth of time in zombies, and you can go to your combat record and see how much time you've put in each mode. And my multiplayer is just over an hour. Gosh, it's funny because it also has like a graph, a, a circle graph, and it's like. That much is multiplayer, and the rest is zombies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Oops, either zombies. way, 
Either way, I've put a lot of time into just that 24-7 Nuketown playlist. Something about that map, just I love it so much. Nuketown's so great, man. Yeah. yeah. It's it's and, No matter what game they've brought it back in, it's been fantastic to play. Which on. is all of them. You're, yes, basically. <laughs> it has been in it, yeah. every single Black Ops game. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it just, it's just such a like a mindless, I don't know, game modes and map like combination because yeah. there's, there's it like really is modes. a party map yeah yeah it's like it's yeah. just hard point and team deathmatch so it's just so easy to go in there and just play it without having to think about anything really um but yeah i enjoy it a lot i don't know I, i've i've been pretty positive in my kd on it so i'm pretty happy about that i but haven't touched. yeah mine was pretty good too I you and me, we both did pretty well the other night when we played i think yeah. we only lost once or twice yeah, only a few times. I haven't what done any say, multiplayer in that game whatsoever yet. I fired it up the other day. I put it on my list because I played about two hours or so of uh, campaign. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of working through that first before I get anywhere else. I uh, just got real burnt out on Modern Warfare because that game is fantastic. And I just, I don't know, I, I don't feel the itch to jump back into a competitive multiplayer game uh, based on Call of Duty quite yet but uh that campaign's real interesting they really swing for some stuff uh i don't think they land on all of it but uh you know giving you the optional missions to go through similar to how infinite warfare did uh with their like choose your direction narrative or whatever they had going on um it makes for an interesting experience that i wasn't expecting out of call of duty i'm not far enough to have any like great impressions on it or to speak real highly of it or anything but uh, what I'd played was at least interesting enough to keep me hooked. I will say, though, that game is a monument to being extra. Uh, everything it does, it is like balls to the wall, energy drink, action movie, nonsensical bullshit as far as the campaign goes. And I'm kind of into it. Hey Connor, uh, yeah. I would like to introduce you to the Call of Duty franchise. For no, listen, sure, years. sure, <laughs> and, and I, I totally get that. However, this one really, really goes after it uh, and and chases it in a way that I didn't quite expect. And at first, it doesn't land at all, and it's it just kind of comes across as forced and uh, you know campy in a way. Uh, but as you kind of get further into it, it mellows out the story and, and sticks with a tone that I think is uh, one of the best ones they've struck in a while. Uh, as long as it can manage to maintain where it's at now uh, throughout the whole experience, I think it'll be a good campaign for the most part. Uh, but this one is even more so balls to the wall than any of the other ones they've done. E even like Black Ops 3's mind control bullshit. Uh, that they had going on black ops twos uh, numbers and yeah it's it's all you know obviously that's that's what call of duty is but this one even more so is like uh hell yeah we're friends with reagan and he's given us a pass to go fuck <laughs> some people up and you know like it's it's just ridiculous it's absolutely fucking ridiculous I will say that the multiplayer in this feels very samey to Modern Warfare. Like, I, I feel like it's not different enough to, like... Like, if you're buying Call of Duty just for the multiplayer, I don't think that this is different enough just to buy that. Unless you're, like, a diehard Call of Duty multiplayer guy. Like, I had a buddy who... He asked me yesterday, he's like, is it, like... Is it that much different than Modern Warfare to where, like, I should buy it just to play multiplayer? 
I was like, I don't think so. I, I feel like it's very similar. The only <laughs> difference would be is the zombies. The thing we were talking about the other day that I really don't like about the multiplayer, obviously I've only played about an hour and I've only played on Nuketown. I haven't tried the other maps. I don't like the score streaks. I, I don't like it's the way weird. that they've changed it up. So kill streaks aren't a thing in this game. In the past, they've had score streaks and everything. Everything you do that contributes to the objective will count towards your score streaks and you can like call in helicopters and stuff. But in the past, it's always been everything you do in one life and this game you set uh you set your score streaks that are set on how much score in the overall game you get so you can die like five times and still get a helicopter like right away Mm. um not crazy about that i think it really belittles like staying alive and going on a kill streak uh i did notice that as you go on a streak, you get more points and everything, the more kills you get per life. So yeah, that's cool and everything. I just, I'm not crazy about, uh, if I have, let's say I have 32 kills, but I died 26 times and then I get a helicopter. Like I'm, I'm, that just doesn't sit right with me. Like, I think I really haven't earned that score streak at all. Yeah, I completely agree. And like you said, that's what we were talking about the other night. Cause I didn't realize that that's how it was working. But mm-hmm. then once I realized that, it made so much more sense. Yeah, because, I think... Like, uh, I, I had a match where I got two helicopters in one one match on Nuketown. Yeah. And it's just because yeah. those score streaks are so weird like that. I think Modern Warfare was the first one to bring back the kill streak after quite a few years of the score streaks. But I think you're right on that, John. Uh, it previously was only uh you know during one lifetime or whatever that you could get those mm-hmm. uh so it worked in a similar fashion to kill streaks uh but that's that's interesting to hear that it persists even through because that was a perk in the past games uh where you'd actually like slot a perk in to have all your score streaks persist through life or uh, death and uh you know keep your momentum on it uh not sure i like that uh probably makes yeah. the maps absolutely hell yeah, I, well, I mean, we were playing on Nuketown anyway, so you're just going to see a lot of kill streaks there anyway. Yeah. But yeah, right. it it wasn't, I, I just, it just doesn't sit well with me how they handled that. Yeah, I agree. Because it, like, on Nuketown especially, because with how many kills people are getting and stuff, mm-hmm. it just gets hectic with how many kill streaks or, I guess, score streaks people are, like, dropping in. Like, There's also like, not many ways to take down score streaks like you can get a sam turret but the sam turret is on the uh the ability kind of thing where it has to recharge and it takes like half the match to actually use it and it only fires off four shots and it takes like all four shots to take down one helicopter and if there's a spy plane in the air two of them go off to destroy that so yeah um, just not crazy with how they have handled the streaks in this game yeah yeah it's definitely not good Connor, what have you been playing? Uh, so I've got one other game on my list. Um, there's another one that we'll talk about when we get back to you here. Uh, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because I'm not very far in. But I booted up Assassin's Creed Valhalla and started the campaign on that. Um, not Again, really not far enough in to talk about it or, or really make mention of anything. Uh, I do want to complain a little bit about the... 
character select. So in Valhalla, you can be male, female, um, whatever you want to be, which is totally fine. I'm all for choice. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I would just like to know what the canonical option is uh, for sake of story. Like in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it was uh, Cassandra. uh, And Alexios was meant to be the other. Uh, And for me, I, I would like to follow whatever the developer's intended path is. Um, it does give you a third option that I think makes it worse. So both of you guys have played mm-hmm. this, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it gives you that like, what do they call it? Uh, let the animus decide option yeah. uh, for gender, and you basically play through the game, and it'll swap back and forth depending on whatever it says the data stream that is strongest at the time is. And I think it just makes it even more confusing than it has to be. Uh, because again, I'm because I'm totally... it doesn't explain why that is right, and and also I saw one of the developers on Twitter kind of defending the decision and uh, talking about how there's that middle option, and yet he doesn't explain how it decides or what it's about or or anything about it, and it's a bit of a bummer because I spent more time thinking about that than I should have when I just wanted to be playing the game, you know. So a uh, little bit of an odd choice there. Um, that said, what I've played so far is pretty cool. Combat does feel a little bit more punishing. I don't know if that's just an early character kind of thing in this. Um, and the choice of weapon options does seem to be very... much more tilted in the direction of risk-reward than past titles. Because like in Assassin's Creed Odyssey or um, Origins, you kind of use whatever and it doesn't matter. You know, you, you can block or parry with anything you've got, but... In Valhalla, when I'm using dual axes and no shield, like it, I lose that option to block, and it, I get an you extra. Get, you have to parry. Yes, you have to go through the parry instead, and you do get an extra like attack type out of it, like the flurry of axes uh, if you you hit the left bumper on it, which is cool. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, it's 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 a pretty big departure from from their kind of wanton do whatever. Uh, in the past couple of titles. And I, I, I like that. I, I think it's real cool uh, so far. So, yeah, not something I want to spend a lot of time on. It's cool. It's pretty. Um, yeah, that's the, the, that's the about six, it. The 60 frames per second is pretty great. Yeah, yeah. That game is, is a real <laughs> treat. Uh, I'm excited to play more of it. Uh, the snow, man. One of the big things that uh, still gets me from time to time is when you're pacing through snow and it's like, realistically uh mushing around based on where you step and walk and whatnot and uh and it's just like, real cool. like it caught on your cape and everything yeah yeah it's uh it's got some cool effects i'm, I'm into it mm-hmm. so far so we'll see where that goes uh for the time being it's just fun and pretty yeah uh as for the gender thing i started out the game as female ivor because in uh odyssey i loved cassandra like I, she is one of my favorite She's not even really an assassin, but she's one of my favorite antagonists in the series. Um, And I thought her story was great and everything. Uh, But female Ivor just wasn't doing it for me, so I switched to male. um, Male Viking, it it seemed to fit the story and everything a bit better. Um, I I also love the very beginning of the game, (laughs) where before you choose, you're playing as Kid Ivor. And yes. it's a kid that you can't really tell is male yeah. or female. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like, thought that was funny. 
I was like, okay, I see what you're doing, newbie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, being very nondescript with it. Uh, mm -hmm. I appreciate the attempt, but I would just like to... If, if you're not going to give me full control of the options and full control of the choices, then I just don't want the choice. I think the difference is in Odyssey, the story really mattered more about yes. who you chose to play as, as mm -hmm. Alexios or Cassandra. In Valhalla, either way you play, you're doing yeah. the same character. They try it's to hand fist both swap. into one yeah, with yeah. without giving any kind of meaningful change. Uh, between mm -hmm. the two, uh, which I, I understand, obviously, design-wise, that's the easier thing to do, but it is a bit disappointing, especially when yeah. Cassandra was fucking incredible. That that yeah, performance was, was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The performances in Valhalla are not nearly as good as Odyssey. I think the combat and the stealth is much better in Odyssey as well. Uh, in Valhalla, I'm playing as a Viking. I feel like it's it's so much more like they're pushing you to be more of that upfront. I'm going to bash you in the face kind brutal of brutal brawler. Yeah. Yeah. A real brawler and everything. And I just feel like everything with the game, I feel like is a downgrade from Odyssey. I'm not saying it's bad by any means. I've really much enjoyed Valhalla, but I don't know that I just remember enjoying Odyssey so much more. Do you yeah, feel it, like, uh, I, this is something that that popped out to me almost immediately when I was playing it. Uh, and you guys might have some feedback on it, but the um, ship navigation just doesn't seem as detailed as it was in Odyssey and Origins. Like just commanding a ship. Well, I guess Odyssey specifically, but uh, it, there there's just uh, fewer options of control. You know, you've got well, like half sail, full sail, literally... so on and so forth. The longship is literally only there to take you the raids, and that's yeah. it. Right on. It's so it doesn't serve much purpose. Or okay. Yeah, right on. I wasn't sure how big of a part that played uh, in the game, as I, I was kind of yeah. shocked to see how of, uh, much of a step back it was. Yeah, as yeah, far as I know, that there's no like good. ship battles or anything. Like, nope, Odyssey, there isn't. So. You can't upgrade it at all. It's just yeah. literally jump on the ship. The camera will turn around so it can load in your crew and then go to where you want to go on the river. Hmm. Yeah, I never. The only time I use it is I call it in when I want to go raid something, mm -hmm. and then I just. You don't even have to do it. that. You can yeah, actually, you can sneak into a town, and mm -hmm. I think it's left on the D pad. You hold that down, and you can just scroll the raid. And like, say you're, I, I do this all the time where I'll be on a mission that takes me somewhere, and I see a building that's like, oh, if I raid, I can do that. I just do that, and then she pulls out her horn blows it and then automatically your whole crew is attacking everyone in the village yeah oh sorry i'm it's, yawning here yeah <laughs> but yeah it's a i don't know i enjoy it for what it is it, it's good and, yeah i just think odyssey's better oh i completely agree yeah um but yeah they're definitely bringing back some of the stealth mechanics from older assassin's creed games uh, I don't know how far you've gotten in, Connor, but like you kind of meet these assassins, I guess. Yeah, I haven't they, been that I, far. I think they are assassins, right, John? Yeah, those two guys. Yeah. They they don't tell and, and you, they, but they're wearing yeah. the same hoods. They talk about wink, their wink. order. They, <laughs> they give have, you they the hidden the blade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they cut off their ring finger. Like <laughs> it's yeah. These are very much assassins, but they don't tell you. <laughs> 
Yeah, they just say that they're like a part of a brotherhood or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and they bring back some of those mechanics where you can like blend in while you're walking in crowds and. Yeah, I think up, there's which... specifically uh, um, the like priests that you can blend into as well. So it's oh, like okay. a throwback to the first Assassin's Creed. So yeah, they're bringing some of that stuff back, which honestly, I feel like. They're not going to go all the way back to like how the old games works. I think these more recent ones have been more popular by like the general public. So mm-hmm. I think they're just kind of sprinkling in some of this stuff to kind of, I don't know, appease some of the people who played older ones that have kind of steered away from it because of what it turned into. But I don't know. We'll see. Yep. Uh, John, what else have you been playing? Nothing? Where are we at here? Is it back um... to me for my second one? Yeah, you can go ahead. I've been playing zombies. Big surprise there. <laughs> yeah, John actually showed me a bunch of Easter eggs and zombies the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, check out our YouTube for my gameplay on zombies, and also check out GamePair.com, where I have written up so much stuff on zombies, and I actually have a feature and a tips and tricks guide coming out within the next few days here. Cool. Um, the other game I've been playing is Destiny 2. Uh, like I said earlier in the podcast, there's going to be a video up this weekend of Connor just fucking running me through the raid, and it took, it was way quicker than I thought it'd be. It was under two hours that it took us to do it. Oh, the and new raid, just, too. Yeah. Yeah, the new one. Yeah. Was it Deepstone Crypt? Deepstone Crypt. Called? Yeah. Released uh, last Friday, so about a week from today it's been out. Uh, it's fantastic. It's it's real good. Uh big fan of that raid you you said that your your only experience in the past was leviathan and eater of worlds is that right yeah i i played through leviathan many times in eater of worlds i think i did one time with people and that was it and just because like the people i play with they don't typically like doing raids and there's not many of us that play it so like that's wild to me i think the best parts of destiny are are that like end game content you know the the big stuff towards the end with the raids and uh, Grandmaster Nightfalls, all that fun stuff. I feel like that's where Destiny really shines uh, for what it's trying to be, and it's such a shame that a lot of people don't go to experience that. If if anybody gets a chance to, you know, LFG, uh, ask some friends, jump in with people you don't know, give it a shot. I don't think you will regret it. Uh, they they really just knock it out of the park with all that stuff it's fantastic we we had a great run too you know, like you said like under two hours we were all kind of screwed around the whole time just having a blast joel uh died to some fan blades <laughs> in space uh, which oh was real God. exciting uh it, it, it was literally connor was like yeah yeah you can go now and i jumped and then i just fucking died immediately uh, just got slapped and then you repeated the same thing uh it's fantastic it happens, but yeah, I mean, I think the raid's really cool. I enjoy it for what it is. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot more stuff that I can learn from it, because like, I feel like you just kind of showed me, like, you know, the kind of the intro to what I can yes. know about it. Like, there's many more, there's many harder roles that there are inside yes. of it, for sure. There's a lot of moving parts in this raid. There, There's a lot of cool stuff going on that I think... Uh, you know they they really outdid themselves with, and that's that's where I think raids are really the funnest is uh, when you start getting these clockwork pieces moving back and forth, people running all kinds of different roles at the same time. Uh, it's just an absolute blast, and if you get a good group of people that don't get salty easily, it's uh, it's a fun time. 
Yeah, I, th- I think that's kind of why I haven't really done raids before is because I feel like every time I've tried like an LFG, there's always just people that get pissed off and it just gets frustrating for everybody and then people get yeah. mad. Those people suck. And, I, I hate people that, you know, they, they post an LFG thing and they already expect you to know everything to do and uh, when to do it and like everything's got to be perfect. Otherwise, they throw a tantrum. Those people suck. They're not fun. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. I know you said you'd be down to run some more raids, uh, some of the older ones that I have not done. So Let's I do definitely want to hop in and do those. Cause John's been I playing a little bit too. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about it because it's not Overwatch, but uh, <laughs> he's been playing a little bit too. And uh, you know, maybe we can get uh, get a raid together with both of you and we do a quick videotaping of that and have it a good time uh, with it. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, let's maybe. do it. <laughs> John's not see. committing. Yeah, he's like, yeah, just give cool, me I the guess. gear I need. Just give me it. I don't care. I mean, I don't yeah, want to I mean, grind. To be fair, if we do an older raid, you're probably already ready for it. Yeah, right? Joel, I started and I couldn't do damage to anything, and everything was one shotting me because yeah, I he started. I what, had a raid? stupid mask. No, I was just playing. Uh. All I did was turn it on after the update, and. The way they've explained it to me is the mask I had on was a holiday thing, and after yeah. the holiday, they they lose all their power. You had the festival of the lost mask. On. He so did so after stupid. after Beyond Light launched, it automatically took anything in the game and made it a base power of ten fifty. However, seasonal items are only supposed to be temporary, and they technically dissolve after you're done with them. He still had his seasonal mask equipped, so he was like 938, and everything was immune. He couldn't damage anything. He couldn't touch anything. And he was like, I keep shooting stuff, and nothing's dying. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, was, it was great. stupid. Oh, my mask isn't powerful, so my gun doesn't do damage. Uh, so stupid. It was fantastic. And, and then once we finally found out... Time. Yes, yeah. Once once we found out what was going on, we had a good chuckle. And uh yeah, John got rid of his mask, thankfully. So And then deleted Destiny. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, then we played for a few hours and I only went up like ten power or something, whatever it's called, ten light. You're just not playing hard enough, man. You're not I I was doing everything you were telling me to, Connor. <laughs> But yeah, I, we should definitely get together and do one of those old raids. John, you probably don't need to get better gear to do that because I think that the requirements yeah. are much lower. Definitely, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's try and do that soon. Maybe this weekend, who knows. Um, let's move on uh, to some news. News time. Uh, yeah. Um, the first article comes from The Verge. Uh, it says, why is the PS5 outperforming the world's most powerful console? Early game comparisons show the PS5 outperforming the Xbox Series X. Uh, Microsoft has been proudly discussing how powerful its series, Xbox Series X console is for months now. There have been deep dives into the tech inside, promises it's the world's most powerful console, and even news that the company waited on a specific AMD technology to give it a mysterious edge over the PS5. On paper, the Series X looks more powerful than the PS5, but in practice, early game tests show the PS5 outperforming X, or Microsoft's console. Um, so yeah, yeah so Digital just Foundry kind has of been a, posting a bunch of videos, yeah, uh, comparing you know certain games 
on PS5 and Xbox Series X, and a lot of them, it's looking like are you know either have higher frame rates or they just look better in terms of the detailing and stuff. John, do you know more about this than I do, probably? So yeah, so Microsoft uh, responded to this and uh, they said something along the lines of they are working with the developers that are apparently this is on a development side of things that they just haven't been able to take full advantage of that power they're working on it and there will be updates coming out for the games i've got the Uh, full quote here uh, feeling to rattle that off real quick uh we are aware of performance issues in a handful of optimized titles on xbox series x and s and are actively working with our partners to identify and resolve the issues to ensure an optimal experience As we begin a new console generation, our partners are just now scratching the surface of what next-gen consoles can do, and minor bug fixes are expected as they learn how to take full advantage of our new platform. We are eager to continue working with developers to further explore the capability of Xbox Series X and S in the future. Yep, so pretty much uh, just give it time. Updates will come out, and they'll run better. Uh, Well, that will... If it runs better than the PS5 versions, we'll be, we'll have to wait and see. But for the most part, are you guys having any like big issues with performance or anything? Uh, my biggest thing is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. It just shuts down my console. But yes, that's uh. everywhere I've seen. I've heard people on PC having that problem and on PS5. So I think that's just because that's a rushed game and that's just yeah. gonna happen. That's I think that's that, about the I only title the... I've had any issues with. I, I think these consoles were just rushed in general, so I think that's where a lot of these problems are coming from. Yeah. I think a yeah, lot of it that. is, you know, circling back to the, the Microsoft quote, um, Xbox did get their console out to developers much later than PlayStation did, so they had a lot more hands-on t- uh, time for the PlayStation dev kits um, to get their games running on there as opposed to any of the Xbox dev kits. Um, and that said, you know, it obviously leads to them not having optimized for both consoles as effectively. Um, but also this really doesn't fucking matter. I mean, that's, that's kind of the end of this story is, is that at the end of the day, even though it's worse than the PS5, they're still much better than well, and anything also it being new technology, X. you know, it's, it's going to take time for developers to get used to it. It's going to take time for them to really learn what they can do with these consoles. You look back at uh, previous console generations and it was a year, a year and a half before you saw some of the biggest games on those consoles because they had to take time. As well as game development doesn't happen overnight, this is a multi-year process uh, that they have to go through. And when you're in the middle of making something and then all of a sudden there's a new console that's announced, you kind of have to scramble to take this thing that you've already spent a shit ton of time on and adapt it for whatever the new hardware is. And of course there's going to be issues. So I think this is just early generational hiccups more than anything else. I, I don't put much stock in this. Just like um, the the stats that came out saying that uh, backwards compatible games run better on the Xbox platform than the PlayStation platform. Sure, that's cool and all, but... A year from now, is anybody going to care? And are the differences going to be enough to be something to talk about? I don't think so. I, I think that both these consoles will perform relatively similarly. With Xbox's slightly larger power gap, maybe we see some additional options and stuff come on that platform uh, as we get uh, you know, to a more comfortable place for developers. 
really this doesn't mean anything it's clickbait it's it's bullshit both consoles are awesome i've got both of them they both work they both crash they both take a shit on me from time to time and that's just the nature of new hardware it's just the way things work you know and nothing's going to change that yeah I, yep. I think that i think all this comes down to is the rush for all these games and the consoles themselves like yeah yeah these games like i'm sure these companies are rushing to get these patches out to say you know, oh, we got the Xbox Series X enhanced version of the game out now. Go download. Mm. And whereas, like, say when Battlefield comes out next year, like, you know that's going to be as enhanced as possible on launch day. Because they've had so much time. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Because they've had so much time with the console themselves. And I think it's it's a very obvious thing for me, but it's worth mentioning that, you know, COVID obviously has affected all of the stuff in the industry in, in ways that we can't even imagine uh, had COVID not been a thing, had this whole pandemic not been a thing, work from home, not been a thing. I'm sure that we may have seen games that run at a more steady frame rate or have better performance or consoles that are less buggy or whatever. So you kind of have to take that variable into consideration when you talk about things that, you know, uh, may or may not be an issue because there, there's a lot of shit going on this year, man. It's uh, it's worth remembering. Yep. Uh, moving on, John, you want to take this uh, Pokemon news? <clears throat> yeah, so uh, this year, Pikachu returned to the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade, whatever it's called. And Pokemon uh, tweeted out a little bit later, Need one more thing to be thankful to for today, trainers. Our Pokemon 25th anniversary celebration kicks off in 2021. Boys, it's been 25 years since the first Pokemon games released. Wow. Uh, I just want to know, what do we want to release next year? Like, what do we want out of this celebration? Because so when you I look remember... At... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, when you look at the Mario 35th anniversary, obviously pandemic really affected it, but we got quite a few games coming out. I really hope that we get something good for <laughs> Zelda next year, too. But what do you want out of Pokemon? So I remember in particular they... Um, for the 20th anniversary, I think they had a whole, like for the cards, they had a whole like Pokemon, I think it was called Pokemon Generations, where it was kind of a new take on those original, what, 151 Pokemon, was mm-hmm. it? 151? Was, I, was it 151? Yeah, it was 151. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So, so that I, I think they had like new art and kind of brought in some old art as well for those Pokemon cards. So I'd imagine they're going to do something similar for the 25th anniversary. And have some sort of like you know I don't I don't even know what they're called like their next set or whatever it's going to be around that time when they're promoting the twenty fifth year. Pokemon I'm cards sure are huge do... right now, man. People are <laughs> full back into those harder than they've ever been. Absolutely. Uh, before I quit my retail gig, I had scores of regulars that would pop in constantly seeing what our latest stock was on pokemon cards and just buying them hoping to pull the next charizard or pikachu the, the big one right now is from vivid voltage uh it's the pikachu v max and i think it's like 300 bucks for just the one card if you happen to pull one it's just uh you know all these influencers and brands are jumping on the train and, and opening pokemon cards so i think that absolutely you're gonna see a bunch of pokemon card stuff uh they can't get that stuff out there fast enough i just hope that's it's some cool stuff like you said you know give me some kind of uh different twist or different spin on things that we haven't seen before um it'd just be real cool yeah i I totally agree for me 
I I would love to see. I want to see a remake of of um, Diamond and Pearl. I think that would be real cool. Uh, yeah. You know, some some kind of high level like Alpha Sapphire or Mega Ruby type thing of Diamond and Pearl. That's I think that's been rumored for a little bit of time now. And uh, yeah, that'd be real cool. Those are those are some of the most uh, popular Pokemon games. Or or Gold and Silver. I mean, you know, give us the, they did the it hot on 3DS. Stuff. Yeah, 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 but it's. I mean, not not remake, but just yeah. release them. Like, right, that's right. really all I want. It's just the original yeah. re-releases on Switch. Like, that's just imagine a Pokemon say. collection. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Like I just just bring them over from the 3DS. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Those digital versions. Because like, it's literally honestly, the same control scheme. I, they, yeah. They've essentially they've essentially written off the 3DS at this point. Mm-hmm. So like, if they put it on the Switch, like the player base there is absolutely massive, mm-hmm. and they could get so many people to pay. Well, I think it was nine ninety nine, right, per game. Yeah, I, so I do it. Yeah. I own them absolutely. so many times over. I would do it again. I would, I would buy Pokemon too, Crystal in a heartbeat. Uh, gosh, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah. for sure would buy gold and silver just because, like, I have a 3DS, but I'll be damned if I'm charging the damn thing to play <laughs> Pokemon. Right? Yeah. But my Switch is always on the dock, so hell yeah, give us it. Let me play it on the big screen. Yeah. Uh, we I, also need to remember that Pokemon Snap is set, or whatever right. the new one is, new Pokemon Snap, whatever yeah. it's called. Uh, that That is set to release. Uh, I think they originally said 2020, but we haven't heard anything about it, so... That's obviously going in the next year. We also have that MOBA Pokemon game that's coming out. Yeah, for oh, yeah, phones and Switch. Weird. That is really <laughs> weird. I'll give it a try. Um, I'm sure Pokemon Go will have a big thing. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're getting in on that, Joel. Um, oh, for sure. We're oh yeah. Deep diving in. We're gonna yeah. start a fucking wiki page. Absolutely. We're we're doing <laughs> a. We're gonna make a side channel for just Pokemon Go. Um, I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I I want re-releases. I'd be fine with a remake of uh, Diamond and Pearl. That's one uh, that's one generation I never played, so I'd be totally down to give that a try. But yeah, just pretty much bring everything from the 3DS Pokemon related over, and I'd play that in a heartbeat. Oh, and Pokemon Puzzle League. Bring it back. Give me the N64... Uh, thing that they have for nes and snes on switch and put pokemon puzzle league on there do you think they continue their expansion i I think they'd be crazy not to but for next year do you think they continue their expansion into other media like the detective pikachu movie do you think we get another one of uh pokemon we're talking about the highest grossing media franchise of all time yeah they're going everywhere they can do you think we hear about it next year though them doing something Uh, like another movie or you know, yeah, I like de- I don't. I, I think it at least gets announced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we like see a trailer or anything. I I would love to see another Pokemon movie. That Detective Pikachu movie was real good. Detective Pikachu was great. Yeah. Speaking of movies, um, isn't there supposed to be a Mario movie coming? Yeah, that's twenty twenty two. I think it's Damn. made by Illumination, uh, the yeah. Despicable Me guys. So yeah. hopefully it'll I, re- be good. I remember hearing about that years ago. Like mm-hmm. that's crazy that it takes so long, but it is what it is. Anyway, let's get into some quick news. Um, first one: Marvel's Avengers did not meet sales expectations, according to Square Enix. 
Connor. Duh. Who here is surprised? <laughs> uh. Man, yeah, what a letdown. Moving on. Red Dead Online will be a standalone title next month. Who cares? No one wants to play it. Make okay, it free to play. Make it free it. to play. What? Well, so is it, here's is it not it's free? five fucking dollars. No. It's five dollars. Five, fucking, five, dollars? Oh five fucking dollars. And, to play and this after game. I think after next month it goes up in price. Stupid. I, okay, they should do this with GTA Online, not Red yes. Dead Online. That, that is surprising that they haven't. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, you can get GTA Five for like twenty bucks on any given day. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're but right. still, I think they should make GTA Online free to play. Personally, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, it, they've already made as much money as they're gonna fucking milk out of that franchise. So, but yeah, Red Dead Online is a weird choice. I have a feeling they're thinking like, okay, yeah, if we break it out and you know make it five dollars, people will be more likely to buy it and we'll grow this community. But I don't think that's gonna save that game at all. No. Moving on, uh, a sealed Super Mario Brothers three variant is the most expensive video game ever sold at one hundred and fifty six thousand dollars. I wow. want it. Well, I really what is it? Want... Like, what is it exactly? I I would actually have to look that up. Um, because yeah, it says variant. variant. Uh, like, is it like a misprint or something? I could see that being the case. Give me a second. Here. I wonder if it's like a special retailer edition or something. Like, it it comes with something special in the box or some kind of pack in with it uh that wouldn't surprise um, me those types of things do typically sell for a lot of money okay uh oh <laughs> okay i know i found it so in case you're not familiar with the rarity of this box this is a rare variant cover where the word bros is <laughs> covers mario's right hand that's literally it oh gosh so, so it's, it's like just a the graphic difference yeah. yeah jeez yep could you imagine just yep. spending one hundred and fifty-six dollars on the wrong printed version of Mario? You know, one hundred fifty-six thousand people do that. Oh uh, man, I, I really, I really want to get into like collecting old games and packages, but man, that's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> and, and a lot of space it takes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with so my big. Super Mario sixty-four and Mario Kart sixty-four boxes I have. They're they're opened and everything, but they've got all the stuff in them still. I I'd be fine just getting Super Mario Brothers three like that because that is a great game. Uh, moving on, CD Projekt Red is promising investors that Cyberpunk will be releasing December tenth. I'll I, believe it when I see it. I can't like I can't believe we're still talking about this. Like it's like yeah. a week away. Like mm-hmm. I can't I... see them delaying it anymore. Yeah, I'm very like, gold. yeah, that, that's the thing. I'll, I'll believe it when I actually fucking play it. <laughs> you know, that's the only time that I'm going to accept that that game is out is when I actually get to sit down and make a character and play that game. Uh, anything other than that, I, I don't believe I'm, I'm just going to take it at face value. You know, one thing I want to say about cyberpunk is it is a huge fucking buzzkill that the next gen patch is not until next year sometime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way about, um, Destiny 2, uh, their, their yeah. next-gen patches until December 8th, which is awesome that it's coming, but like Beyond Light's already been out, and I've already played 99% of that content, and yeah, then like, it's going like, to come I, out. I feel like once you've done that new raid, you've essentially done most of what you can do. All it's going to be is like the new weekly updates and stuff. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, which, you know, again, still cool, but especially so in a game like Cyberpunk, where I'm probably only going to play it once anyway. You know, I'm I'm not gonna restart it just Same. to play it, or, or wait just to play it with some kind of upgrade. 
if that was the case, I was just playing on my fucking computer. Yeah, I, I know that, like, I was talking to a buddy, and he's like, yeah, but, like, it's a game that you're supposed to play, like, a bunch of times through to see the different stuff. I'm like, personally, mm. for me, like... I, I got play, time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, pl- I play an 80-hour game, game one one time, and then I mm-hmm. never go back, just because, like... I don't care if every time you play it, the story is different. I'm only going through that one time. Yeah. 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 Completely agreed. Uh, Moving on. That is empty. I don't know who's typing there. Did somebody erase something? Yeah, Connor. I I didn't erase okay. anything. I I'll go to the next. Yeah, you did. Your, John, your marker's on it. It, it yes. was pretty much uh, Sony's promising an answer to Game Pass coming in the future. Okay. I clicked there yeah. because I saw it was blank, okay? Uh, uh, and it was going to notify you, but now you look like an idiot. So continue. What's no, the next one? You're an idiot. You, you deleted uh, it. <laughs> next one is Cuphead, the delicious last course, is delayed to 2021. I mean, of course it is. Of We're a month away. Yeah. yeah. But I, at least after, when was it announced? Two years ago now? Mm-hmm. Three years ago? Like 2017, like, man. Yeah. No, 2017 was when the game released. I think in 2018. Was it? Okay, 2018. It it was the year after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad we finally heard something about it because we haven't heard anything since that E3 where they actually announced it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's a Cuphead show coming to Netflix, right? Oh, yeah. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. I'm sure that's contributed to the delay of this in some way. No. Absolutely I'm sure it has. I'm sure Absolutely. the the game makers aren't the ones making the show. Yeah, but you think that they're not like contributing to the show at all? I, I'm sure they are at some point, but it's like, oh, okay, we've exactly. Got the story so you up. can't say that they're no, not. no, <laughs> whatever. Joel. Yeah, John, give us your Joel doesn't twenty questions. Okay, go. <laughs> Is it yeah. a video game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. I'll start this because Joel's a madman. Um, did it release after 2000? No. Okay. So it released before 2000 then. Um, why are you holding up your number? Are you, how many fingers do you got? Can you go up to 20? He does, He's going to yeah. take his socks and shoes <laughs> off in that order. He's talented. Uh, <laughs> is it a console exclusive? Yes. Okay. Um, Should we just guess if it's a N64 exclusive? I was going to... Let's do pre-95, post-95. Because I feel like that would give us a, a good amount of information to go off of. Um, did it release after 1995? Yes. Okay, so it's 95 to 2000. Yeah, okay. Um, We got to find out what console it's exclusive to, though. Yeah, if if you want to start asking, I'm just going to take stock of our information here. Is it an an N64 exclusive game? No. Is it a PlayStation exclusive game? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, we're we're getting somewhere. I think this might be the quickest we've gotten this narrow in, <laughs> yeah. in, in the fields ever. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, so you're taking notes here. PlayStation exclusive, 95 to 2000. I think, honestly, the next thing we should do is try and find a genre. 
So the PlayStation exclusive. Oh no, we could ask if it's the only thing in this franchise. Yes, right? yeah, that would be a solid one. Uh, see if it was a one-off or part of a franchise. Uh, franchise. Franchise. Was this a part? Was this a part of a franchise, <laughs> or is it a one-off? I believe it is a one-off. Let me check and make sure. Okay. Is it Ken Griffey Jr.'s baseball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. How did you know? <laughs> um, everything I'm seeing on it is it was a one-off. Okay. All right. I've got the next question. Is it a platformer? No. Okay. Jeez. I was positive it was going to be a platformer. Um, <laughs> how many questions is that? Seven. We had a hint at 10 and 15. Yeah. No, we've been doing like 18 okay whatever when I, I mean, you're the guy doing this thing so <laughs> you tell me making up rules now listen yeah, i'm geez. gaining an advantage okay it's strategically um, planning so you asked if it's a platformer <sighs> playstation exclusive and it's the only one so it's not like a twisted metal game yeah it's a one-off <clears throat> oh, i miss twisted metal same i miss good twisted metal not just yeah. twisted metal. I Good just want them to metal. remake the original trilogy. They can even throw in the Tiny Brawlers game if they want. Okay, so it's not a platformer. It's a PlayStation exclusive from '95 to 2000. It's a one-off, and that's mm. the, that's the thing that's going to get me. Yeah, I can't think of any one-off PlayStation exclusives. Does the property? exist outside of the video game medium no okay so whatever it is it's strictly a video game yeah okay fuck the only thing i'm thinking of is the legend of dragoon that's not a bad guess <laughs> is, isn't there a sequel to that though wasn't there a second one they made just with a no. different name I, i'm not no. super familiar with it so they, they never made a sequel to that game Legend of Dragoon. It came out in 99. <clears throat> but I don't think John knows what the fuck this game is. So I don't think I he don't. would pick it. <laughs> um, oh. Not the Legend of Dragoon. Fuck. Probably narrow down genre a little bit yeah. more here. Should we ask if it's a sports game? Or a shooter? Let's I'm trying to think of how else we can narrow this down. Yeah, sure. Okay. Go for it. Is this fire a off a couple? Game? Is it what? A sports game. No. <clears throat> Is it an action game? I wouldn't. I. I. I wouldn't really call it an action game, though. No. Okay. What about fighting game? Should we guess that? You could. I just don't think he would pick a fighter. You don't know my life. <laughs> is it a is it a fighting game? No. 
I wouldn't pick a fighter. Yeah, I knew it. See, <laughs> I fucking knew it. I had to uh, ask. That's ten. Mm. So it's is... not a sports game. It's not an action game. But it it could it's it's borderline action game from his response. Yeah, I'd so, say it's like borderline. But no, that's not the focus. Ah, stop it. Um, I'm trying to think of more genres, more genres, more genres. I'm just trying to think of exclusive games. Has this game ever seen a re-release or remaster? Um, re-release, yes. Re-release, okay. And it's strictly a video game. It's a one-off. It, it could be Dragoon. Because that's no, getting a re-release here soon. No, it's not. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's getting a remaster, a remake, or whatever? No. It 100% is not. Type in Legend of Dragoon. You're not going to find anything. All right. Fine. You win this time. It had a re-release. He already did Tomba once. So that was me. do Tomba again. Oh, that was you. Yeah. And that actually, oh, is that the game that like kind of had a sequel but got canceled? Yes. Yep. Yo, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm I got nothing. Uh, let's run through some questions here. Is it a? Was it well received? Slash popular? Was it was it popular? Ooh. Are you talking financially or critically? Critically. Yes. So critically, it was popular. It's not a sports game. I forgot to add that. Uh, not mm-hmm. a sports game game I don't know if this will help you guys but you might want to nail down who made the game was it made by Sony no (laughs) what if I said yes (laughs) what if you what what if I gave you guys that hint and then said, yeah, it was just a 70 game? <laughs> uh, what other major company? Like, Activision would have been really active during that period. EA? Yeah, yeah, EA would be another good guess. What if John just said that just to fucking have us use our last five questions on just listing developers? And it's just some Joe Schmo. 
Scott made it. <laughs> it was never even fully released. What are we at? 13. There was that um, Inspector Gadget game on PS1 that I think was a one-off. But no, the property exists elsewhere. Fucking A, man. I, I am not very familiar with the PS1 era, so that is like outside of my uh, jurisdiction here. Uh, I was a Dreamcast guy. The, the thing is, we don't even know what kind of game it is. Yeah. It's kind of an action game. It kind of. could. It's partially an action game. It burns some questions, man. Go for it. What are, what are you yeah. got to bring to the got table? Seven questions. Dude, I don't know. Oh. Okay. Is, <laughs> okay, what? I, you got nothing? <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn one here. I was thinking of games that existed only on there. No. So, just to clarify something you said earlier, the property is strictly a video game. It's not like something that was adapted to a video game. Yeah, only video game. Okay, I was going to say the Animaniacs game. Oh, it's such a good game. That would have been a good one. Yeah, such that, that would have been game. fantastic. Um, that was uh, Genesis and Super Nintendo, though, I think. Oh, sure. Yeah, I think I remember playing that on Genesis. <clears throat> way back i barely remember the genesis but very good game that i remember it might be awful <laughs> we know it's not a fighter right i don't know if we oh yeah we did ask yeah, yeah it's yeah, not asked. a fighter could try racing game i don't know how it would fit with um action action yeah Though you know that might be that might be a good pick, you know. I I don't think racing, I don't think you could confuse a racing game with an action game at all. <laughs> well, depending if, like, it's got auto car I mean, stuff or not. John you know? John just shook his head no. So okay, I so it's not it's, it's not a racing yeah. game though. No. Oh man. It's not a sports game. How many do we have? You have six left. So he said we want to narrow down who made it. Should we just ask if Activision made it? Sure, yeah. Did Activision make the game? No. Fuck. Did EA make the game? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. We're getting somewhere. All right. Uh, so it's an EA game. <clears throat> And we still oh, got nothing. Yeah, what, what did EA <laughs> make back then aside from sports <laughs> games? Um, hmm. So it wouldn't be a licensed item then. Because it's just a yeah. game in and of <clears throat> itself. It's a one-off, huh? And it's not mm -hmm. a sports game. Any any ideas, Connor? Yeah, basically not nothing, man. Game. 
is it um Jinx? Is the game Jinx? I've I've got like three other games in my mind that are <laughs> PlayStation exclusives. Uh that's it, man. Yeah. Rest is gonna be you, Joel. I've I've taken us about as far as I can take us. <laughs> do you do you guys wanna hit right now? Hit us with yeah. a hint. Do it. Give us a hint. It's a shooter. A third-person shooter. It, no, it wouldn't be a 007 game. Because that's outside of here, right? That's outside of games. Yeah. Yeah, that's also in 64. I mean, but there's there's other 007 games that were on PS1. Were there? I don't know that. Third-person third person shooter. shooter. That's... This might even this might have made it harder. <laughs> hmm. EA, you said, huh? Mm-hmm. You sure? You can look up a list of EA games if you want. Right, let's see. <laughs> That's EA a lot games of games, man. From nineteen ninety-five oh. to two thousand. How do I narrow this down? <laughs> do you want Wait. another hint that will cost a question? Sure. This game inspired MOBAs. All right, hold on. Publisher. I got nothing. An EA third-person shooter that inspired MOBAs. I, is it cool if I look up a list of just PS1 games? Yeah. Okay. That's I a mean, I'm looking up a list of EA list, games so. that were on PS1. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I don't think that inspired any MOBAs. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It's a good game, though. Yo, I, I literally have no idea. This list is so big. I know. <laughs> There's so many fucking games. Um. Okay, how many questions left? Two and a guess. Two and a guess? All right. Uh, let's each burn a question then and just swing for the fences, I guess. EA game, third person shooter. That's what's getting me. It's a third person shooter. I can't, I'm yeah. even looking at a list of EA games on PS1 and I can't find any third person shooters that aren't like licensed. Whole lot of FIFA games. EA Whole lot games of FIFA games. On PS One. I can't find a good list of uh, 
Sure, that works. Hmm. It's a racing game. I'm like at the end of the EA list. <laughs> and you've got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Burn a question then. Give it a go. I I got nothing. <laughs> I don't fucking know. What you is give this up? game? I, I'll gonna, never give up. I'm going to burn right. two questions. Yeah, we're, we're going to get this. We're going to get this. Two questions and a guess. We've got it. Uh, I'm going to read through this list and we're just going to, we're going to pick out what sounds good. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> We're just gonna send it. Um, hold on, hold on. I have a list here of third-person shooters on the PS One. This is what it's come down to. It's basically cheating. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> We're so bad at this. Uh, it's got to be... The Godfather 2. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Send it. Oh Godfather God. 2, baby. Woof. That's the one. All right. Um, Future Cop LAPD. Is it one word? No. Okay. It's more than one word. There you go. I, I burned so my question so and help. Future Cop LAPD is a third-person shooter developed by EA Redwood Shores and published by Electronic Arts and released first for the PlayStation, oh, then Mac OS, and when... Okay, never mind. Wait, it's also it's something oh, it that's had a re-release. Re-released, yes. Fuck that. Um, it's an important that piece of information me. here. It doesn't help me at all. And it's between. It came out between ninety-five and two thousand. I I've, I've got these PlayStation 1 coasters. <laughs> and I'm currently flipping through right now to see if I've got any That's awesome. uh, good ones. <laughs> I totally forgot I had these until I looked over at them. Oh hell man. Uh I don't think it's an exclusive, but we're just going to swing for the fences and I'll use the last question. Uh, for a guess, and then Joel on, gets a guess. On. There's okay. a game called Apocalypse. I don't know if that had a re-release. Developed by Neversoft. Oh, that's an act. Yeah, fuck that. That's, that was stupid. My bad. I'll stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, Let's see, which ones of these are only... Like, is this list just, like, excluding the fucking game? There's only, like, four games on this list that says that it's a third-person Would you shooter. like one more hint to, at sure. the cost of your last? Okay. Yes. You've named it. When did we name it? <laughs> like, was it... Did we recently name it, or was it, like, 
Question five, we named it. When did you name it, Joel? I named it? Fuck, I don't know. (sighs) Was it this fucking... It's not Future Cop, because that's on multiple... That's on multiple uh, things. It's on Mac and Windows. I'm trying to think of what we've named. Mm-hmm. I'm clicking on You're future be mad at me, but it's your own fault. It is future cop, motherfucker. I know it is. Is it? It's future. It's because uh, we, it's we, no, we, we asked if it was a console exclusive. You asked why. if it was a console exclusive. Yep, but God it also released it. on Mac OS. Re-released on PSP and PS3. And yeah, I love this game, but it only sold like 200,000 copies total. So it was a bomb financially, but a lot of people loved it. And the gameplay in it, if you look it up, is very reminiscent of like MOBA games. You you pilot this like this big uh, robot thing and you can like transform into a vehicle and like race around and uh, call in different units to attack bases and everything. It was a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Future Cop LAPD, huh? This looks like a mech game. It does. It's real mechy. Uh, that's cool. I'm into it. Yeah. Damn it. Really good game. All right. Well, we lost this week. We suck. But yeah, anyway, yeah. this has been episode 121 of the Pixel Street Podcast. As always, go follow us on Twitter um, at Pixel Street over there. You can see our pinned tweet where you can find all of our socials, including our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe there so we can get a custom URL. And our Discord. Join our Discord for Pixel Pal Party Nights, which we should be doing one soon because we kind of goofed. We skipped the last one. <laughs> we, yeah. we skipped it because we all forgot. Um, yep. But, you know, Everyone that's all right. Forgot. Life happens, you know. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Campo63, uh, twitch.tv slash Campo63. John, where are you at on them internets? On Twitter, I am at Revic Shadows. You can also check out my writing on GamePer.com. And Connor, what about you? Yeah, good people can find me on Twitter and Twitch under at the real Birch. That's Birch like the tree without the I. B R C H. Uh, come hang out. We'd love to have you. Where can the bad people find you? They can't. All right. They're already well, in his house. Well, we'll be right back here next week for episode one hundred and twenty-two of the Pixel Street Podcast. Bye. Cheers.